Bienviendo al Potato Thumbs Podcast. We're back at it like a taco. Esta es la historia de una pareja de pío barato, acusado por policías pío, que se ven obligados a huir para que no los maten. Solo tienen una bolsa de billetes, un Buick Grand Nacional robado y su reputación de malo. No son amigos exactamente. Estos tipos mejor se matan que resolver. No, señor, son hermanos. Y aunque las cosas estén color de hormiga brava, realmente no creo que quieras apostar contra ellos. Yankee y el valiente. El Yankee y el valiente siempre tirando pa'l frente. El Yankee y el valiente siempre cuidando a su gente. Somos dos jefes, cuidan su gente Siempre pa'l frente, los dos dementes Andan sonrientes, una historia única El yankee y el valiente Nunca los verán ausentes El yankee y el valiente Con la fe siempre pa'l frente That I was love it. it, dude. I that love it. it. <clears throat> uh, that was that was pretty That's good. That's my only. Those are my only show notes. Yeah, I, you did a good job. I uh, I forgot. Do you want Do you want to pronounce it as bienvenido? I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. <laughs> what wait, What did he say versus how should he have said it? Uh, I think he said bienvendo. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> Do it again. You want me to try it again? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, dude. Yeah. Uh, so what is with the uh, the Latin intro? The Latin-inspired intro of Potato Thumbs Spanish. podcast today. Spanish. Well, I don't like... Yeah, I mean... Invendo is welcome in Spanish. It's welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. We're talking about an album that's like a lot of um, Spanish stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. And Mexican people. Mexican so, artists. So, so but I, I thought think it's, I would... from Latin, it's from Latin America in general. I think it's <laughs> what I was trying to get at. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like Greek, like Latin, like Greek. I'm like, no, man. <clears throat> no, no, no. I just meant like, because um, it's not all, it, it's from like different parts of Latin America, right? So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that that's why that's why Cliff gave us that intro. That's why you heard that uh, clip from the Run the Jewels album that we're about to talk about, and that's why I'm Fluffy Fingers MD, joined by Admiral Nips. Hello, and our musically talented and very educated Cliff and Chuck uh, are here to drop some knowledge on us and uh, keep us in line and make this entertaining. Mm. it's a big ass oh my god i was not expecting that wow okay um so we're talking about quattro tonight which is the um remix not not a remix this is a it specifically says it's not a remix yeah, it, it is. It's a remix. 
Well, yeah, it's like taking their RTJ4 album and then ripping it apart. This, this is their words. The original material has been taken apart, cooked up, and served through hybrid influences and imaginations of, dis, of diverse ex, exemplary Latinx artists, both established and new. Um, and dude, there's all sorts of different greatness going on in this album. So I am, I'm excited to talk about it. It's a little bit different, right? Because we already did like a rundown of RTJ four. Chuck, you listen to that, um, that podcast again, or you re listen to that podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think that that helped? I think that it was helpful in the sense that, um, it kind of like reminded me of my opinion, my first impressions, I guess, of run the jewels Four because we started the whole run the jewels podcast projects, like shortly after run the jewels four came out. Like you remember it was, um, it was originally the album dropped and ghost was like, you should do the new run the jewels album. And then we were like, well, we can't just do the new one because we can't just not discuss the first three. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> remember this is all ghost fault. So, uh, direct any and all complaints to uh ghost again with regards to our, uh, continued discussion around the jewels it's still his fault even though it's been like uh what two years a year and a half how long has it been it's been a while it's been a year and a half at least yeah summer episode 160 they dropped it right after after memorial weekend when all the george floyd stuff was going down over here mm-hmm. that's right yep so um yeah it, like listening to that podcast i just wanted to rehash it and uh, just just go back and just to hear it i don't know i thought yep. it was interesting it was fucking long um i don't know how many people actually sat through the whole fucking thing that was like how long was that like three and a half hours or <laughs> At something least, yeah yeah <laughs> it was they, really and, long well and do you guys remember we lot we we temporarily lost the original audio so that was take two of yeah. that album review yeah yeah, no, we definitely, yeah, I remember we, we were discussing that. We were, like, even going back and, like, talking about, like, oh, yeah, I remember that. When we discussed this last week that you didn't actually hear, we mentioned this and that. I thought that was kind of interesting. But um, if, um, I, I think overall, my impressions was, like, it wasn't bad, but I think on the scale of all four albums, it was my least favorite. Um, Spoiler alert, I believe this new Run the Jewels for iteration run the jewels quattro is probably now my favorite run the jewels album man there is there is some hot spice on this album for sure i am excited to talk it's, about i mean <clears throat> I, what do you guys think like, overall impressions like how did you feel about it like what like did, did you think of it just as a remix album or like just right off the bat initial impressions I so like obviously there's some that are like fresh in my mind or like we listened to enough that I was like okay so this is just uh that song with you know a little bit of a a different flair to it but not so much that I could even tell but honestly I I could throw this on and listen to it for hours and hours on end without ever getting bored of it I think it's absolutely fantastic some of the some of the songs for me in the middle uh of the album we're just like yeah these are some of my favorite uh favorite things that run the jewels have done for me so i uh a big hat tip to the album 
Cliff? Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, I guess, like a remix album, but I kind of get where they're coming because like a lot of remix stuff, it's like it's kind of the same style, but just done differently or like in a different person's like personal taste. But this is like a whole, it feels like a whole different approach to some of the beats and everything because they have put all oh, that like, yeah. Latin beats behind it. And it still is the same songs. Like it's not like they redid the songs. They just have this whole different beat behind it. And then on some places they brought in, you know, people with, with new verses and stuff like that, different rappers on a few songs. Yeah, well they um, dropped they dropped the people off of RTJ four and brought in people for this, right? People okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it, like it was like all the features other than Zach De La Roca and Pharrell Williams were replaced all the features like yep. um but I think what was brilliant about this one, a couple of things. Um, number one, I never thought I would find I'd be listening to a Run the Jewels album that would make me want to dance. Oh yeah, dude! Like, like I legit, have no like, that. like <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you could literally play some of these songs on like a Latin night, like at a club, and yeah, like you can legit dance to Run the Jewels now, which is something yep. I thought I'd never be able to say, and um. Like they they say like in the description, this is not a remix album. It's a remix album because they 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 pulled original vocals and then they recreate reconstructed the song around it, which is exactly what a remix is. is they, they they took acapellas and put them over new music. That's what a remix is. So they were completely reconstructed. I'm not sure how much, if any, of LP's production. I don't think he was involved. I mean, it doesn't sound like any. None of it like really sounds like it. I, I think they took like some songs have certain elements of the original beat. And they just oh, kind of sure. add some add some new elements to it, but um, overall, like it's just new music, and um, I think it overall it 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 made the quote unquote clunkers or less the the songs that I were le- I was less less enthusiastic about, it made those ones better, and it made the good songs better. So overall, it took the overall quality of it and raised it by um making some of like my least favorite songs on the original one, some of my favorite ones on the newer version. And um the um versatility of the different Latin music styles that they incorporate. Like it's not just it's not just like um one subgenre of Latin music. Like they 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 take um they they cover many, many different avenues of Oh they do. Latin music. Like, yeah, it's like not I mean, some songs have similar elements, but for the most part, they uh, they cover all the bases. Yeah, no, it really, it really does. Um, it is really cool to see the different vibes all throughout it. Um, so as far as I, I guess I didn't chime in. Um, the Ooh La La remix came out a while ago from the Mexican Institute of Sound, and uh, that is hands down my favorite RTJ song. Um, I love that remix and I put it on our playlist. I was going to put it on the guardian downcast playlist, but Hazel beat me to it. Like it is just, I've played it for my wife and kids in the car, probably more times than they ever want to listen to. Um, and this album came out and I was excited, but I had no idea the depth and the level that they were going to take it to. And I think that they fucking killed it, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I remember like my first impressions of the Real the Jewels 4 album were I didn't think that it sounded as polished as the other three. I don't know if, if it's because it kind of put it out in a hurry, like in, like in a 
in response to um, current events at the time, or if it just was, they just didn't, they just had a different sound, if they're different production methods or or, or mastering or what. But it, I don't think it sounded as polished as the other ones. Whereas this one definitely has that super crisp and clean, and um, it has a lot more elements to it. Um, a lot of live instrumentation. I mean, like a lot of live instruments. Like that's Latin music. Like Latin music typically, there's 20 people on stage. You know what I mean? And the way that they um that they constructed these songs around like around the jewel songs and um overall it's great man I, I really do appreciate it and what's what's interesting about it i think it um like room the jewels is very uh politically charged right and it has a, it carries a certain like attitude and um anger to it i guess in response to um a lot of what's going on in the world today and i think that Latin culture, Latin music has a lot of those same politically charged elements behind it, I guess. So it, it was a weird impression the way that the, one of the impressions I had of it is this Realm the Jewels album, even though it's not produced by LP, it sounds more like a Realm the Jewels album than the original Realm the Jewels 4 to me. Anyways, that was my impression. It like the music and the tone matched the, uh, the anger, I guess. I don't know. I liked I, it. <clears throat> I feel that too, man. I like I have in my notes, Chuck, like when I was listening to the beats, um, I feel like a lot of the drops and the beat changes and the way that they're laid out is very much feels like a Run the Jewels album because like the constant development and change of the beats, like it's constantly like like growing into something else, right? It's not just eight bars on repeat or 16 mm-hmm. bars on repeat, you know? It is like a constant, like, growing. And and just even the way that they drop out um, the beat or just have bass or just have hand drums or whatever it is on those songs, like, there is something very familiar about how it's all constructed. And I think that that's why it works so well. Yeah, it has uh, much more arrangement to it because, you know, there's a lot more musical elements. I think, um, like, one common thread throughout all these songs in Latin music in general is um, the use of percussion, like different percussive elements. Like not just, it's not just a drum kit. Yeah. You know, there's shakers and all Fuck, kinds of different. So much like, hand drums, and, dude. And, and I love the hand drums. Yeah, different, different types of hand drums. Yeah, exactly. And shakers and all kinds of different noisemakers. And yeah, then you get like a lot more horns, a lot more brass. Um, so many different elements, you know, like acoustic guitars, so like this. You go from from Mexico to Brazil to to Cuba to Miami, like all you you go all over. Like the, each song is like can take place in a different area, and they um they're so well done. Like they're so well done, top to bottom. And, and yeah, like I said, they they make you move. Like it, it makes it has a different groove and swing to it. Like um Latin music in general has a lot of uh, syncopation. So syncopation is a uh, term to describe High impact um, pulse rifle oh sorry <laughs> yeah that also it has um syncopation is um i think the sound like reggaeton reggaeton and reggae in particular are two that um example by syncopation syncopation is not just the standard beat but um is it syncopation is the accenting of not just the the downbeat but the but the opposite the inverse like it it, it, it it's it's the offbeat is also being emphasized which creates like a swing and speaking of swing it's not like none of it is um 
like a drum machine. Like like a drum machine is very um, on point and very um, exact with the rhythm. I mean, you could obviously you can you can tinker with that in the actual production, but this is live music, and there's a natural swing to it. It's not exact. It's not a drum machine. It's not quantized. It's not like music. It's not drum beats on a grid exactly. Like there's a human element and a natural swing that's still rhythmic, but then you you uh, add that with the syncopation with all the different percussive elements and it's it, it's each song is alive because it's literally like 20 people playing the, playing the music which is crazy i think they really pulled it off well like even even with all those songs being so different and and like you said you feel like you're in different parts of the world um they all work really well together like it just flows really well as an album i think Sorry, what were you going to say? I said I completely agree. I think it's fantastic. I like how they, um, a lot of their albums, they use a lot of like synth sounds kind of in various ways on their beats. And it's like they swap them out for like uh, trumpets and all kinds of horns and stuff like that. And it really works. Like it's kind of has that same. I mean, it's a different beat and stuff, but it's also like it gives it like a sort of, I don't know, a really unique sound, I guess. Um, and it feels, uh, I mean, I don't know Latin music that well, but it feels very like grounded in like um, history in some sense because of these beats. You know, does that make sense? Like, like they're not like inventing new things. They're like using like the old cultural like. Um, uh, it's got like, a, it's got the it's got a classic order. vibe to it. Yeah, like it really kind of yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it just feels there, good. There's specific styles of each of each one, and um, if I could remember their exact names, I would say them. <laughs> but there's like there's like merengues, there's like salsa, there's reggaeton, there's all these different types of music, yeah. and they all they're all like kind of differentiated between what type of instrumentation, the tempos, and like what is um important i guess like 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 which instruments are in the forefront like which ones are the hero and um they all have different types of uh they all have a different signature or like a, a different um unique flavor but they um they, they kind of use them all throughout these throughout these songs um so are we gonna go song by song um yeah let's let's do it Let's do it. Okay, uh, and we'll uh, just talk talk about them as we can. So, okay, I, I, I think that we definitely covered the lyrical aspect of all the other Run the Jewels albums. So I think that, yeah. uh, unless there's anything particular that jumps out at you as far as uh, something that Killer Mike or LP said, I think we covered those bases. So I mean, if you want a more in depth um, take on those, we probably just refer to episode one sixty. Yeah, for yeah, I mean, on, on, on the lyric, on the lyrics, I think we'll just be talking about the newer elements as the music and the new featured artists. Yeah, like I, as far as I, I totally agree, man. Like all of my notes are about the beats and just how they reimagine the song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I may have taken college level Spanish, but I am no longer fluent in Spanish, <laughs> and uh, there I did not. You know, I respected all of the artists on this album but i had no idea what they were actually saying so like all Mm. of my critiques are just like 
like based on the flow and just how well it worked with the song and and just the vibe that they give off, which um you know, I that's also important. Mm. There's something so. cool about um listening to rap from another language. Yeah. Because you, you have no idea what they're saying, but you can still super appreciate just yeah, the musical yeah, nature of it. The flow you know? of it, yeah. Yeah, like, like the um, flow and just a French like MC Solar was like that. Like I had no idea any of his songs ever said. They could have been like horrible things or wonderful. I had no idea. But it just sounded so wonderful. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. So, so we um, start off with uh, Yankee E. L. Valiente. Translation Yankee and the Brave. This week. This week. This week. Esta semana, Yankee and Valiente. Back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic, crack a bitch back, chiropractic, craftmatic, big daddy smoking big, Cali in a black, alley in a black, granddaddy rolling down, old natty how, napping Maddie as a black, granddaddy all fat, no capping, fat black, boat captain, stay floating, no flapping, wave runner, I'm a gunner, I'ma have your block hot as a sauna all summer, and I put that on Osama and my motherfucking mama, I'ma terrorize the actors playing like they want some drama, I'ma chop them with a chopper. Till I motherfucking drop, 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 Stack attic, I'm mad with the blackest fabric I'm back, I'm magically racking it That's when I'm ducking, rattin' that tats I'm running a truck over sucker shit Matter of fact, it's the ass and even the crack Automatic facts, it's like that Woo. Scam a bliss when you putting feelings in charge of shit All of us targeted, all we doing is arguing Pardon them as they work until every pocket's been picked and sold and harvested I'm ready to mob on these fucking charlatans what do you guys think of uh the beat and just the starting because like the starting of like this song like killed it on rgj4 like back at it like a crack addict was like is still a thing <laughs> just from that episode and like right. i can't not think about it so what do you guys think how do you guys feel about this um it's different so it's it's produced by a guy named truco uh, AKA Jeffrey Penalva. Um, he's a dude from Honduras. So yeah, I think that's, uh, he just made the beat. This is like one of the few songs that doesn't have any additional vocals. It's just a different, uh, a different beat made by a different dude. So it has, um, different musical elements that we're used to hearing in around the jewels. So, um, again, it has like, a like a baseline that kind of, oscillates like up and down like it has more of um it has like a very rhythmic kind of groove to it and, oh uh, hell yeah lot, it does yeah. yeah a lot more percussive elements yeah i think that they um, do i'm sorry go ahead yeah no but he, he he does use like some like synth elements and he's also you know like a, a dj producer you know so he doesn't just he doesn't just uh play music but uh yeah it's it's interesting it's a different take it it definitely has like um like a hip hop vibe to it in the sense of like you get that there's a DJ playing this beat, you know, you got like the scratching. Um there's some really good use of bass drops and the beat coming back in and out when like Jamie starts his first verse. Um 
you know, and then they just do like a bunch of fucking hits and then it goes back into the beat and you kind of gets your head bobbing. Bad attic on Mac with the blackest fabric on back, I'm magically racking it, that's when I'm ducking, rat-a-tat-tats, I'm running a truck over sucker shit, matter of fact, it's the ass and even the crack, automatic facts, it's like that. Scammer bliss when you put in feelings in charge of shit, all of us targeted, all we doing is arguing, pardon them as they work until every pocket's been picked and sold and harvested, I'm ready to mob these fucking charlatans. I really like like how they laid out this beat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like everything like kind of like one. yeah, like all the all the the instruments kind of move together with that like bass on. So it's like the bass and the drums and the um. I'm not sure if it's a marimba. I think it's like a like a low register marimba. Um. So yeah, that's a um, different a different musical element than you would normally hear on a Run the Jewels album but yeah it's cool it's, it's got a lot of swing to it like that's like that 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 this song in particular definitely has that swing element to it like it's not just rigid it's very alive um i feel like the um i feel like it does set a good tone like just like in rtj4 i think in quattro uh this song sets a good tone for the rest of the album and lets you know what you're getting into mm-hmm. um at the end of the song, they say it wasn't the end of RTJ four. Wasn't there an actual like speech part? What's that? Wasn't there like a Yankee in the Brave thing at the end of the first song in RTJ four? I feel like there was. Maybe the end of the album. End of the album. Okay. They did another one. Yeah, because yeah. that was the thing. It was like we mentioned that like how the um, the end of the album almost sounded like an intro, but it was yeah, like an okay. outro. Which kind of did this weird thing, like if you listen to it on repeat, it kind of like yeah, it, goes <laughs> it became that, yeah. the intro again. <laughs> so I really like the outro of this song in particular because um, they do their verses, and then there's kind of like a break in the beat, and it, they they drop quattro, you know, like the name of the album, uh, with a with the voice clip or whatever, and then they they just the dude just goes crazy on the beat for a second. Like it just gets super like very just alive and like I just dude I love it. I'm all in for it. Like it just it's it's an awesome cap at the end of the song. We don't mean no harm, but we truly mean all the disrespect. Watch one. And it doesn't, it's a good start because it also doesn't, it fits in well with the original version. Like this is more of like, feels like more of like a remix. So it's like, it's very yeah. similar where it captures the same sort of like, it, it you know, it's got the Latin themes, but it's very, um, it captures the same feeling of the original song very much. Um, mm-hmm. And so it feels like, it's, but then it, when you get to the next song is where it's like, whoa, like this is something different. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, okay. So this is, yeah, so, so this nice. is my favorite um song where it was before this album dropped i should put it i should phrase it that way up until this album dropped this was my my favorite rtj song in 2022 hands down um mm. and, and that's ooh la la and i love i love what mexican institute did to this this track personally 
es que no somos muchos. Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You go hold the egg. Wait and bring the check. When we talk, we collect the car. Keep us in your thoughts. Really dressed at the crack of dawn. Weapons setting off. I can hear them from the block. See them creeping through the floor. Jesus, greetings, that greedy season can start. Oh my God. Look alive. Looking like I live life on a crooked line. Doing fine. You want maximum stupid. I am the guy. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking lost. Yeah, I thought it was it was a nice like one, you know, it's the the gangster that we knew about, then the run the jewels version. And it's not it's like it follows that familiar feeling of those, but it's also its own new song, right? And it's sort of I don't know, I felt I found myself bobbing my head to it quite a bit while I was listening. Yeah. Yeah. It brings in the horns, you know. Oh, it's dude, like, no. like I don't think I've ever, you never hear horns on a, I don't think on, on almost any rap, little RTJ, but um, and they're just like front and center, though. So. Dude, horns and strings, man. If you put yeah. horns and strings in hip hop, like you got you got me in the bag. Yeah. Mm. Um, I feel like the dude that they brought in for this. Santa Fe Clan is his name. Um, I feel like like his verse is very like has like a lot of energy to it as well. Like it works well, like in the energy of the song. I think it keeps it going. Yeah, it's definitely do. I got you covered, I'm busted. My brother's a runner, he questioned his own. Yeah. Sure. He's saying owners of the area, I don't fight for the crown. I'm the one who moves it. I'm the one who sings it. I lay you on the campus, my neighborhood does not abandon. React life without respect does not work. MC shooting rhymes like a missile. We are in the party. We are in the party, block knowing skills. Weed, weed, not smoking and rapping on the beat. Shit gives you shit that gives you the feel. Turn on the hashish. I know, but it, it's it's in Spanish, so it sounds a lot cooler when he says it. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, like it has a really cool vibe to it when he's saying it. Mm-hmm. I think that um, what's interesting about the way this dude raps and his style is um, it kind of reminds you of. Like a Greg Nice from Nice and Smooth. Like it has that same kind of energy. Like, you know, remember Greg Nice is the one who they sample for the, um, he's the one that says, ooh, la, la, ah, wee, wee from the, um, mm-hmm. from the Gangstar song, D-W-Y-C-K. And um, he, he has that same kind of like energy. His voice is a little more high pitched, but it's definitely, uh, it matches, it fits. When he comes into like, the beat drops a little bit and he starts spitting like really well. And then, mm. and then they bring in like, like, um, like, like almost like a wooden clap or a stick and, and shakers. And it mm. just, oh man, it, it just, it really like enhances his verse for me and like just pulls me in. Like it just, it has that head bob mentality to it. Right. 
Like it's that it's that shit that makes me want to fucking crank it in my car and roll down my windows as I'm driving. Like who's that fucking <laughs> cool guy listening to that rap song? Like that, that's yeah. that's the feeling I get. I love the horns of the song. I love all the percussive instruments and like all the little shakers and castanets and all the other little things you hear in the background. The whole thing's very percussive and it um it's the horns, man. It's fucking yeah. the horns. You just, just picture twenty dudes in suits on the fucking stage. You know what I mean? Like totally in suits, dude. hundred percent. And yeah, like, like in, you know, in like state. a mariachi suits the whole nine, you know what I mean? Like the oh, yeah, buttons on the side of the pants, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep, yep. And you know that they're fucking like doing like an awesome step dance as they're as they're playing it, right? You know, like there's like there's just like a like an in sync feeling to their performance. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's, I like it. It's, this song's very alive, man. There's fucking, there's 20 people on this song. You know what I mean? Not just fucking Killer Mike and LP on over an LPV. Or the song has over 3 million plays already, a million more than the second most played song from this album. Nice. All right, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, oh shit, did I have any other notes? No, I didn't. Is it Fuera de, de Fiesta? Fuera de Vista. Yeah. Or de, oh, I wrote it down wrong. Fuera de Vista. I actually wrote Fiesta in my notes. It is Fuera <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, which... Uh, Spoiler alert! That means out of sight, which is all the songs are trans are the Spanish translation of the original song title. So out of sight. You remember the original one was the one that had two chains on it, and um, mm. I I didn't um, I was indifferent about this song originally, but they uh they gave this one. This is also the uh, remix by Truco, the same guy from the first song. Yep, and um. And it's uh, it's similar. It has similar LP elements to it. Like it has like some of the same stems, like for the um, couple of the same samples and like the some beginning. musical elements. Yeah, it has, the beginning it has is the very same. much the same. Mm-hmm. But it, it has a a reggaeton vibe. Like you listen to this beat, this that's that syncopation. Like it goes up and down. Like it, it like it's not just. It doesn't access the downbeat, it accents the opposite beat, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, it gives it a different kind of swing to it, but it has um, strong like, reggaeton beat, uh, reggaeton feel to it. We the motivating, devastating, captivating, ghost and ray relating, product of the fucking 80s coke, dealing babies, never regulating, back accumulating, it would not be overstating to say they are underrated, proud of Brooklyn and the Grady baby, we don't need no compliments or confidence, our attitude and latitude is fuck you baby. Summer level farmers, Duke, you broke the smoke and the pain, the team is mean and clean as Jay Malene and Michael Renderbrook, TV got no temperature, even if it did, bitch, we cool as penguin pussy on the polar cap peninsula, colder than your baby mama hard when she find out you been fucking with that other broad and you ain't got that ring I know you just about me fucking had it I shit is just magic Go figure the runs in a litter dead and when I scam It's praying in the fat of the land And your man is mashing We back in the class of lapping You raising a hand and tap My shit it in your locket And let the note with a winky face Meet us at 3 o'clock if you want to do something The guy that features on it This guy named Baco Exu to Blues And he is from Brazil And this guy raps in Portuguese Because he's from Brazil so it's not Spanish. 
And uh, Portuguese is a very interesting language. It's uh, super complex, but it's uh, it's like almost like a cross between like Spanish and German. It sounds like sometimes it's like a, it's got a. It sounds like I don't know, like kind of grimier than Spanish, I guess. But yeah, it has uh, like, like um, the yeah. Well, the thing that's weird is like those your R's or H's. Uh, and the S's make that SH sound basically. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, uh, you like, if you can sort of understand Spanish, you're like, I kind of know what they're saying, but then there's like words that just no, no idea what that is. <laughs> I do, I do like this dude's flow, though. Like you're saying, like, you know, you don't, again, I don't, I don't know what he's saying, but yeah, it has kind of like that, like almost like Eastern European Spanish feel to it, right? Like, I feel what you're saying, Chuck, when you're like German Spanish, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I was, uh, I was, uh, doing like an Uber ride one night and like, I picked up this couple from this hotel and I was taking the strip club or whatever and they were like and I could hear them like they were speaking to each other I was like what the fuck what language did this be I was trying to figure it out like the whole ride it was like a 10 minute ride I was like what the fuck are these guys like I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't figure it out I finally just asked them like I'm sorry but, like, what language are you guys speaking I've, no, I've been trying to figure it out I have no fucking idea they're like oh we're, <laughs> we're from Brazil we speak Portuguese or Portuguese but yeah I was like oh that's cool but yeah it's um it has more um has more like a guttural kind of, I don't know, it's kind of grimy. I like it. But yeah, it, it translates very well to rap music because it has like a lot of like inherent like kind of attitude. It's kind of harsh. But that's cool. Another thing yeah. that they do that helps with his verse that I think I think that we will see more of as well or we have seen is um, they kind of drop out the beat a little bit and then they bring in the bass. And like he really rides the bass well, like with the start of his verse again, like like pulling the focus onto his onto his vocals and then pulling the beat back in with the bass and like getting your head bobbing again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I mean, it's it's percussion and bass like mm. I, I can't. I love it. <laughs> yep. Um, moving on. I like this one. Santa Clamafuck. Santa Calami fuck. I guess there's no Spanish transla- translation for Calama fuck. <laughs> the weirdest thing. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, better than the first version. Like, hands mm-hmm. down, the beat is better than the first original version, is my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, it has yeah. the. It, it starts out with, like, some organ. There's organs and. Uh, is that and, what that uh, is? Well, it starts out with an organ, and then it has a um, accordion. 
That's what I'm hearing right now is the accordion. Yeah, it starts yeah. out with the it starts out with yeah. the organ, then the, then like the main the melody is basically a, an accordion. Shout out the weird owl, nice. But they chop. <laughs> it's like it, it it's you an know, accordion, but then they they also chop it, right? No, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's an organ. I think it's all accordion. I think they just filter it. So like originally, like in the very beginning, it's kind of subdued and like kind of quiet. Uh, they just basically just rolled off the highs and the lows and just kind of filled it into a reverb and made a little bit deeper sound. It's, yeah, it's an accordion. The loud the fire, the non-complier, the death to fire, the Mike Myers, murder rapper for hire, doer of dry fires, the bag, bag, clack, clack, let it loose, murder all week. That's a job completer, dependable contractor, the backhand whack rap slapper, Mr. Leather Bomber Taker, catch you getting off the escalator, running too smooth and don't trigger the Undertaker. Hey, as a team lacking, I would've ran me a Supreme racket, I would've took these lame Supreme jackets, until you rob a hype beast, you ain't seen sadness, clockwork, orange madness, left the scene laughing. Hey, forever, ever, I meet though, he might go render. The pyrotechnocrats, the old razzle-dazzlers, the magic bean and bobbers, the green giant of the rhyme contrivers, supreme violence of the time describers. I'm the decider, you evil eyes, a pile driver, provider for liars, the sleep deprived, the nick of time, mercy killed the nine and pride. I killed the mood of a brutus MacGyver, a slap of yapper from the acne to the two-phone fiber. I'm liver, dark crime designer, criminal minder, and I'm a horn and bread of Uso who chopped and screwed proof up. I got a case of I, I like this song about a minute in. They really like get the like change up the accordion. I didn't even realize that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool, like because you're right, like the highs do come in kind of right there. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, it changes the, the flow of it. Mm-hmm. It also has, um, so it's also has that classic reggaeton drum line but it has accordion so yeah it's like accordion's like really big and like and like uh music from mexico whereas the uh the reggaeton beat is more of a i mean they, they do that in mexico also but it's like uh it's, it's kind of like a blending of two different genres what do you guys think about using um changing fire to fuego and maybe using the same kid it sounds like i think i don't think it's the same kid isn't it it sounds very similar sounding maybe it's just that i'm just hearing more of the effects on the voice than anything mm-hmm. but yeah a little, little noise maker sounds too it does sound the same kid yeah. but it has like that um what the fuck is that noise maker it has like a little it's like a little stick it's like a, it looks like a little like it looks oh, like a cheese grater. It's like a, like a cheese grater. Uh, no, it's like a cheese grater, but you have like a little like stick baton thing, and it's like it makes like a like a I rattling kind of sound. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I have no idea what the name of it is. Yeah. Yeah, the second it's funny because this this is one song again, but like the the first and second half are totally different. 
like mm-hmm. you you is there's much more like percussion in the second half and the first half has more melody and beat mm-hmm. the second half this feels more like the original and less like there's less um like there's less i don't know latin influence on it maybe or something but yeah it definitely does feel it more also original. had an odd yeah it also had like an odd um, tone to it originally so you know what's funny with the second part of the beat reminds me of <clears throat> the second part of the beat could totally be on spirit road field guide a hundred percent yeah hundred yeah. percent wow yeah you know, like imagine Great like, call. Like, like that song where aesop rock pizza alley where he's talking about like exploring fucking ancient mayan ruins like in a fucking canoe at night like with a flashlight <laughs> and shit like while <laughs> like, tripping yeah like that fucking this beat would totally fit with that with that story yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. It's just not cool. That's yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, Goonies contra E.T. Yep. I think um, this was one that um, earlier I said how it took some of the uh, my less favorite songs and Totally did a 180 and made it one of my favorite songs. I think they did really good with this one. Really? Like this is I think Goonies yeah, Goody for you, huh? I mean compared to where it was, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. My, my enjoyment level prior to the, the original song was maybe with like 30% enjoyment level, whereas this one like brought it up to like 85. You know what I mean? Like it it made it made a bad not a bad song, but a lesser than song. Good. I don't even remember like that song from the first time we we listened through it i feel like my comment on that when we had the first time was like yeah it existed uh but yeah, like, we... this one is far more i mean just the very first like whatever five seconds of the intro where it's like the piano and the woman rapping and the like what do you call it the the drumsticks on the uh like the rim of the snare drum or whatever and it's just like you're already banging bobbing your head about two seconds in you're like yep it's gonna just get going and i'm gonna enjoy it and i do Yeah, you heard of these lads, the myth that we made a grip, never broke dick. Truly the Cadillac, I had to contract L's on a quick. Stick them up, slick, talking no tricks. It's the funniest shit. Finally, the money up and print on the kid, and the planet hit the skids. Living in a valley of flames like I win. Skyline of blaze and a bomb rock pick. You don't want to be now like I'm wrong, give a shit, never nah. You can talk to me fine when I'm gone. Bad news, bearing the law with big claws. Trying to hold a whole lives in his paws and applause. Swear to God damn, the whole city I make a poor man's heart. We got scars for hearts. Shit for eyes. Baby living in a one chance life, so I stick to the art. Oh my god, I'm O2 Mac. Cash it back. Running through dead zone, hope I don't crash. Tennis all motherfucker, bring it up fast. Be alone, I'm a home and I can and then dash. Fuck y'all got another planet on stash. Far from the fact that the flames of all trash. That is not snow, it is ash. And you gotta know the past. Gotta rap, it's a lover gone mad, but I promise. Baby, si lo Yeah, so she says her name is uh, Sara La Morena. Um, 
Translation, she says, Baby, if I did it again, every time it would always be you. My wish is a wish, and I always wanted to, and I wanted to always be you. But she says, "Wait, cool. it sounds way more beautiful in Spanish." Yeah, no, it's great. You know, the yeah. shots that though, and the fucking trumpet, bro. I'm a sucker so for a muted trumpet, dude. It's like, man, it's just so good. It just brings like, it gives you so much feeling, man. Yeah. I, I like horns, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I also appreciate that you wore your RTJ shirt. <laughs> I'd, uh, I, I brought mine as well to the party. Yeah. I figured the RTJ RTJ four shirt was uh, appropriate for the the uh, podcast tonight. I feel like I let you guys down there for not wearing my Meow the Jewels uh, hoodie. Then you have a Meow the Jewels hoodie. Yeah. You guys keep talking about this. I'll go uh, grab it and show you. Oh my goodness, dude. That's fucking amazing. I feel like I kind of need that in my life. Let's probably get to watch Rob change. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we... Do we have dollar... I wish I had dollar bills to throw out the screen. That'd be be great. Man, I... um, I don't know who this dude is that spits his verse, but he's fucking dope. The... The get the feature artist on this one, L mm-hmm. Individuo, 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 Individuo. I think that's what you say. He's a, yeah. uh, he's from Cuba. Look him up. He's a Cuban Is rapper. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We were listening to this song. Uh, us in the car. I was like telling Eric, I was like, yeah, we're we'll talk about the new Real the Jewels album. It's pretty cool. They uh they made like they remixed it with a bunch of Latin artists, and it sounds really dope. It's like, oh, that's cool. So put it on. So we put it on. We're like in the car. And my daughter, like in the back, she says, Daddy, is this Bad Bunny? <laughs> I was like, no, baby, this is not Bad Bunny. <laughs> but yeah, like like, like dude rapping in Spanish, he just assumes it's Bad Bunny. But I can see that. They have kind of similar tones in their rap. Yeah. Um, do, do, your, uh, do your children listen to Bad Bunny? My um, children listen to Run the Jewels. Yeah. Um, Bad Bunny's a big deal. Yeah, he's, is, he's Bunny, like, is that music for kids or is that just like No, it's definitely okay, not for children, okay. no. Okay. But it's in Spanish. No, I was kidding. No I didn't idea. think it was. No yeah, she doesn't know what he's talking about, but yeah, he's okay, he's okay. crude as he's he's, yeah, he's like uh <laughs> he's like think he's like the Spanish version of the weekend. You know what I mean? Like Okay, he's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's very sexual. That's what I was yeah. I was kinda curious why you were asking. He's uh yeah, he's he's like uh Latin he's a he's a he's he, he's this is definitely not for children no but okay you see it doesn't speak spanish he just likes the music <laughs> oh my god dude yeah. that is fucking <laughs> glorious That's oh so i cool. love that so much i'm a little sad you didn't get to put it on in front of us <laughs> i i did see that in the store now that you have it on wow that is just fucking rad That's yeah amazing. i think that was a uh a gift from karina last year after we had done all the uh Run the jewels episodes. RTJ stuff. That's fucking tight, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's great. I really like that. Uh, you know, and, and we we should probably touch on that. Like, Meow the Jewels was a remix album of RTJ two. Which mm. which do you prefer? Quattro um, or Meow the Jewels? Definitely Quattro. I, I feel like Quattro is more like 
Like, you know, you want to listen to it multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, The jewels is neat that they did it, but I don't need to listen to it on repeat. Quattro I can listen to uh, all the time. Yeah. I think the other jewels also has, um, it has, there's some high highs, but there's a lot of low lows in that. Yeah, there's some really amazing things in Meow the Jewels, but I yeah. will agree there's also like <laughs> just okay, so, like, like for those who don't remember, Meow the Jewels was a um a project that came about by um like a crowdfunding effort. So um Run the Jewels had sent out like a uh like a promotional email and it was largely just a joke but they were like yeah so if you buy if you if you buy this version of run the jewels 2 you get a vinyl if you buy this version of run the jewels you get a vinyl and a cd and a t-shirt if you buy this vinyl if you buy this version this version that version so like there were all these different versions of the album and one was like we'll show up to your school and like beat up your bully or some other shit they had all these like dumb things or whatever and one of them was like we will remix for for sixty thousand dollars, whatever it was, we will remix "Run the Jewels" two using nothing but cat noises, and people actually got together and funded that shit and made them fucking release a "Run the Jewels" album made entirely with cat noises by some big name people too. Yeah, because they had a shit ton of money. Like, okay, well, I guess we could pay Prince Paul to do a fucking throw <laughs> him fifteen grand to make a fucking beat out of cat sounds. You know, like <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, it's just funny. It was like the whole email was hilarious. But um the fact that people actually did it, it was like no 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 we want a Run the Jewels album out of cat sounds. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, I think it's Angel Snuggler or something like that. Um from mm-hmm. Dan the Automator is that is a legitimately good song. Yeah. <laughs> With like the purring of a cat as the baseline. Dude, the purring yeah. cat baseline is amazing how well he made it's, that work. It really yeah. is, yeah. That's Didn't you album. put on Angel Snuggler as your song? I think you did. I, I probably that. did at one point. I, yeah, I do all, like that song. Yeah, we all chose a run the jewels. I put on Angel Duster and you put on Angel, Angel Snuggler. <laughs> oh, that's great. <clears throat> Man. Right. But yeah. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Uh, track six. Anything else on Goonies uh, with the ET? Um, I just like it. <laughs> yeah i like no, it it's good. And, and the dude rapping that my daughter thought was bad it's got a dope flow um i look at these lyrics and i guess um they don't translate i mean you could translate them if you want to but it's not the like same it's, though yeah it, it doesn't because like the poetry is kind of lost gets lost in translation yeah. and it doesn't rhyme it's just just enjoy for what it is and if you can speak spanish you know better good for you yeah, I mean, I think that's really what it is, right? Because, like, you have to understand the flow and the wordsmithing of it to really appreciate it if you translate it. Like, you could get the general idea, but you lose so much of it in probably a poor translation to start with, right? I, I think that's more of a... It, it's more of a indication of, like, the bigger picture with regards to rap music. Like, a lot of the time, it's not necessarily what they're saying, what you're saying. It's how you say it, and how you yeah. voice sounds, and how you deliver it. Like that's a lot, a huge part of what makes a dope rapper dope. Yep, is their ability to put on a vocal performance and write a beat and have a certain cadence and 
not mess up any syllables or mispronunciations or mess up their timing or their, their breath control. There's so many different elements that makes a good rap a good rap. And um, in a lot of instances, the uh, actual lyrical content is secondary. Or or they like double down on that and then you listen to it for the 50th time and pick up some fucking metaphor that you've been singing but did not like actually click in your head until like some random moment when you're doing something or walking down the sidewalk. You're like, holy shit, that was fucking profound. Like, I love this so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're on mute. I said I was missing some of that gangster boo, though. <laughs> <laughs> Although, oh, okay. who's on? So, who's so what on is this one? It's Palms, I think, is who is replacing Gangster Boo. Is that right? That sounds right, yeah. I'm not sure mm. who that is. Yeah, this one's... Yeah, Gangster Boo is dope. But yeah, this is also... Is this Caminando uh, en la Nieve? Nieve? Caminando en la Nieve. Okay. Which means walking in the snow. Walking in the snow, yeah. Sweet. But yeah, it's um it's fucking dope. It starts off it starts off the exact same way as the mm-hmm. original, right? With like the guitar and like the horror music almost. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember this was one that like at the time when I first heard it, it was um it was kinda like I I didn't really enjoy the beat and i didn't really realize how dope it was until we like actually sat down and broke down lp and killer mike's verses like it took like some i guess i was originally kind of turned off by the original version to the point to where like it wasn't a skip but i didn't really pay enough attention to it to uh really sit there and realize like what lp and killer mike are saying like the lyrical content like when cliff broke it down i was like damn man and I never really looked at the song the same after that until until after Cliff really broke it down like that. It's like, yeah, this one, they fucking bring the heat, man. LP and Killer Mike's verses are incredible. But yeah, this is just made a song whose beat I was lukewarm on and the overall structure of the song I was lukewarm on made it one of the best ones on there. So again, from 30% enjoyment to 85, 90-ish, you know what I mean? Right. I still, like, every time the the cage uh line comes on when he's talking about a, about building a cage and and still being poor like yeah dude mm-hmm. and, and it is from from sitting there and breaking down this entire song but yeah this it definitely sticks out to me and I, and i was i was also very lukewarm on this song when it first came out but i really do appreciate it after we broke down the album and i'm right on board with you chuck let me just parrot everything that you just said. <laughs> Get a dose of dirty cold to go, been cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I'll set a fire down below. I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know. Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go. I don't really know how to go slow. God damn that motherfucker's cold. Hey, you in the wrong mode, you open and close, you know, holes, no go. This whole world's a shit mode, built to the brim like Gitmo. 
When you think it don't get more low With limbo to the sticks on flow All oppression's born alive so I don't make the rules of just one guy All due respect of getting spit on how respect is now defined Hungry for truth but you got screwed And Drake the Kool-Aid There's a line It ends directly at the edge Of a mass grave that's their design Funny fact about a cage They're never built for just one group So when that cage is done with them And you still pour it Come for you The newest lowest on the totem Well golly gee you have been used You have to build a death machine That down the line will kill you too Pseudo Christians yelling different Kids in prisons ain't a sin shit Even one scrap of what Jesus taught Connected you feel different What a disingenuous way to piss away existence I don't get it I say you lost your goddamn minds If y'all possess one to begin with Killer Mike's verse is crazy Um yeah, both these other verses So um Acapella and Apache Are fucking dope but those dudes like Their uh Delivery is crazy Like I don't even care They have no idea What the hell they're talking about Like They Fucking Obliterate the shit Especially Apache at the end Like that dude's wild Like I'm like Probably gonna check out Some of his shit after the fact And just like you know Cause he sounds dope on a track Yeah dude He spits fire for sure All of us surface ain't masters All of us nothing but slaves Never forgetting the story of Jesus The hero was killed by the stage Con tu ataque, como los black, arremetiendo duro con el track, levantando la voz por los caídos que murieron a causa de la gancha. Ready to die, voy defendiendo a los míos con música y buenos mensajes, pa' que respeten este mestizaje, pa' que se lo viva mi latinaje. Esto es lo que traje, tema central, contra la segregación racial, contra la desigualdad social, también la brutalidad policial. Es nuestro pensar, es nuestro ideal, nos quieren callar por manifestar ese descontento por todo el gran sufrimiento que nos han querido causar. God, I have a dream, like a master Luther King, y eso es con Vivir en Santa Paz con los demás es nuestro fin. No hay más nada, sino que poder actuar con más equidad hasta que haya igualdad y oportunidad para la humanidad que habita en nuestra sociedad. This beat is not, um, it's definitely redone, but it's not like, it's not, it's very, a lot of the, a lot of the vibe of the original beat is still there for sure. It feels like to me, like it feels very familiar versus some of the other things on this album. Yeah, I think it's more, more like complex, right? But like, yeah, like the, it just, just it's very similar, like in feel. Um, so this guy's um translation actually, it's kind of cool. He says, um, counterattack like the blacks lashing hard with the track, raising our voices for the fallen who died from the gunshot, ready to die. I'm defending mine with music and good messages. So that they respect this. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, so that they live in my Latin language. This is what I brought. Central theme against racial segregation, against social inequality, also belief brutality. In our thinking, it is our ideal. They want to silence us for manifesting that discontent for all the great suffering that they have wanted to cause us. But I have a dream like a teacher, Luther King, and that is living in holy peace with the rest is our goal. There's nothing else with more equity until there's equality and opportunity for humanity that lives in our society. Yeah, so he's actually like on the same uh, vibe as Roman Jules. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, the way he raps in Spanish sounds way better. Yeah. 
but he's not just yeah he's not just saying random bullshit um so this next track has over two million plays uh since this album dropped and uh i think that they um did some amazing things with this beat i think this is probably my favorite on the whole album which i don't think like surprises anybody with when it comes to me because of the horns because of the horns <laughs> and, and so like this has like there's some definitely some salsa vibes on this too dude this is like i want to dance to around the jewel song i was thinking i was yeah. like in my yeah. car just kind of was like the fuck i'm dancing around the jewel what the hell am i doing <laughs> it's like so conflicted you know like like his run the jewel is kind of like an angry like socially aware kind of political and it's um it doesn't like it, it makes you hyped up and kind of makes you want to like like kind of run through a wall kind of music that's that's around the jewels to me but this is like dancing my lady in the club music. yeah like, music. the uh like what is it the guy says like just sort of barely under the breath as, throughout the whole thing too look like, at all these slave masters posting on no your no no it's uh the other like uh, something now I can't remember what it is, but it's like just a. Uh... Damn it! I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to find it. I'm not gonna be able to find it. But like, yeah. No, I'm not gonna find it. I'm gonna. I mean, I can, but you guys gotta talk while I try to hear exactly what. I... Okay. All right. You, like, you figure like that. The out. music behind this isn't even like. I mean, it's like a. It's not even like a rap beat. It's just like a straight like. No, it's not. Samba dude. You know what I mean? We, we like actually, I mean, definitely salsa for sure, dude. I worked so yeah, many. Yeah. I worked salsa nights for seven years, man. I can, oh, yeah. I've heard my share of live bands <laughs> and salsa. It's dude. fucking. Well, we talked about this like with the original Run the Jewels episodes we did. Is um, a lot of these beats, they're either really slow, and they rap at double time, or they're faster. So like, this is the inverse of the original slower beat. You know what I mean? Like the the double time percussion. Like this is like they don't have to adjust. They didn't have to pitch down or pitch out the lyrics to fit this fit this music. You know what I mean? It's the same tempo as the original one, but they made it a salsa song because it, it's it's a slower salsa song, but it has a groove to it. You know, like it's it's different. Like it's, because it's a double time rap song. But yeah, musically, man, it's amazing. Cause you took yourself from squalor Slave. Mastered academics Cause your grace said you were scholar Slave. Mastered Instagram Cause you can instigate a follow Shit. Look at all these slave masters Posing on your dollar Get it? Look at all these slave masters Posing on your dollar This is this song is really good. 
Like right in the middle has that horn where it just like then 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 that drops yeah. down. It's like it's like Miami Sound Machine. Like yeah. you know. Oh yeah. It's so fucking horns, man. Do you know another thing that they do in the song is they drop female vocals into the beat mm-hmm. in different spots and it works so well. Like not as a vocal, but as part of the beat. Mm-hmm. Do you find it? Mr. Admiral Nips. And I like that they kept the two features on this. Like they kept Zach, the other one, and they kept yeah. uh, Farrell. Like they really fit well in the song. Like They didn't try to like and they just totally like tore apart the beat, put a whole new set of music behind it, you know? Yeah, man. I think it was just a, it was a really smart. Because um, it took di- with different songs, it took different approaches. They didn't do it. Each one's it a little really, bit different. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know? Nope, anyway. couldn't find it. I don't remember what I was talking about now. I tried. I failed. It's f- also then I had to listen to the rest of the song because it's fucking amazing. Dude, I know, man. It's, it's so good. <laughs> LP's verse is just. It might be one of my favorite verses he does when they have that music behind it. Just like it just makes me smile. Man, you better talk out, get the bag and the bug out. Uh, try to run home, you might run your luck out. Just when your pace is loaded, they'll roll a grenade in the dugout. Earth float, not a mellow bunch. We got a thumb to the air like hella bus. Uh, don't know who we done blessed, but I trust. I don't think we'll be left for too much. Hand on my heart, on my mind, on my drugs. Got a butter gut punch for your hat and shrug. They love the not love, it's just that dumb. Lord, sweet Buddha, please make me numb. Rain bounce off walls like a city in Roomba. Just found out it's created stupid. Lit by the supermoon or too lucid. Plus, got swoons in the blood, I'm zooming. PP, Richie, this is New York City. The X on the map with a pain keep in it. Just a stuck here shitty. My murderous choco cops still earning a living. Funny how some say money don't matter. That's rich now, isn't it? Get it? Comedy, try to sell back. It's supposed to get food, get killed. It's not an anomaly. Hey, it's just money. Well, we're, now we gotta listen to that entire verse. <laughs> oh, wait, we, we just did. That's where I cut it in. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> okay, so we all agree that they fucking knocked it out of the park on this one, huh? Yeah, this one is, yeah, this might be the best one of all. Yeah, they, like, they took one of the better songs um, on, on the Jewels 4 and then made it, they made it better. Probably the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty damn great, dude. Yeah, they took like a top ten run the jewel song and made it a top three run the jewel song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although I, I will fight you guys, I still think Ooh La La is it's pretty it's pretty great. Bad. They're good. I, I like them both though. Yeah, pretty 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 equally. Well, and the thing is, just came out with this album where Ooh La La came out early in the year. So I've played the shit out of that song. You know, like when you play a song way too much, you just know it. Like mm-hmm. it can play and be over and you didn't even realize it played. Mm-hmm. Or this is still fresh. So it gets some bonus points for that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so this next one. Nunca 
nunca uh, mirar hacia atrás. So much, yeah. Why am I saying them? Why am I saying these titles, dude? You, we don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think you should definitely keep saying them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chuck should correct you. I, I think it's a good approach. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this that translates nunca mirar hacia atrás means never look back. This and, is easily Karina's favorite song on the list. Uh, bro. She loved it. This was the, the one that like this was one. Um, I think this is the best sounding mix. I think, like, it has like that kind of like deep kind of like house song, like like, like that deep house vibe. It's like they they again they took around the jewel song and turned it into something you can dance to, and it has like this like kind of like nighttime house subterranean fucking rave in South America feel to it. Yeah, yeah, well, in that in that article I posted, I think they they specifically called out like trap. So I think this is like the trap song, right? Or trap vibe influence. Yeah, I don't know what influence it is, but <laughs> fucking good. Like, <laughs> you know what the song could have been? This could have been the song that they played. You remember the last Matrix movie when they had like the sweaty human rave underground? Yes. Could, this could have been that song. This, this insert this song into that scene. God, was that the second one? It might have been the second. One. A, I think it was the last one. No, it was the it was last the third one. one. I thought it was yeah, the third one. Yeah. yeah, so the okay. Matrix movie where they're all like, they show like the way people live in Zion or whatever, and they have like mm-hmm. that last hurrah, like human rave underground in the future. That's they're the all in a grand old time. It was just too well in lit. The caves. Had, yeah, that oh. that cave was too well lit for this song. If it was like more dark with lasers and such. <laughs> Yeah, this, this one's re- remixed by Bomba Stereo, and they're a um, is it Colombian um, uh, duo uh, who does yeah like electronic EDM music, like electronic pop music down there. This is like right up their alley, you know. Well, they they nailed it. Yeah. 81 miles to the Algon Road. Never look back, never ever went slow. Never look back, heard him say that before. Never look back, never stare at a ghost. BK Air by the summertime show. Ain't shit fly with the drums, oh no. Low on the smoke, grab another pack, go. Pop smoke too, we'll play a piano. Pop time, you, it's funny how that go. Mom, you too, I never could drink slow. Never look back, heard him say that before. Sound like the type of advice I ignore. Funny how time feel all TikTok. You think it's SP to drop a clock shot? Smoke sad, I heard that's the thought. Got 44 bucks on the smoke. What you got? Never look back. The crime in the grime, I admit it, I'm with it. Must suckle up crime for my mama, right titty. Cause if dollar made sense, no question, she would weed it. She would queen pin it in the yeah. when I was a kid. Dancing to run the jewels, who'd have thought? Mommy told me never give a nigga my plug. This she told me never give these bitches my love. But yeah, like as far as like, there's no additional lyrical elements to it. Like they put like a little bridge in there with like some dude, like a, like a vocal sample, like somebody talking, but yeah. I think I've learned tonight that I can sound out Spanish words easier than I can sound out English words I do not know. <laughs> I can. Uh, I can give so that bridge, what this, what this guy is saying, he says, 
so that's the thing you can't go forward and you can't go back the past the present the future are all are irrelevant the only thing that matters is gratitude gratitude is everything time time is nothing so así está la cosa no puedes ir adelante no puedes volver atrás el pasado el presente el futuro son irrelevantes lo único que importa es la latitud la gratitud no es todo el tiempo el tiempo no es nada I like that a lot. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. El Soyo de Bajo. Yeah. Yeah, This beat is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Right here. Hand drums and steel drums. I mean, yes, please. It's so different and so good, man. I don't know. Like, anyway. Is that is a steel I drum? My, I forgot my view was full and almost dumped it all over my chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about the drum? Was it a steel drum? I didn't know if it was like a xylophone or a steel drum or something in the beginning. Oh, it that, could like, be a xylophone. There, there's is definitely that... hand drums. Fuck, it might it's... be a xylophone, dude. I thought it was steel drums when I was listening, but now that, that you say that... Something like, along those lines, yeah. If, no, it does feel like a mallet hitting a xylophone. Um, that's a marimba. Oh, well, marimba? fucking just come in here with your knowledge. I think that's what it is. Is that, is that what it is? It could be. I mean, there's, it could be a, a xylophone or marimba. There's, I think the difference is marimba has like the mallets are like padded, right? Isn't that the difference? Like it has like a softer sound to it. Oh, I did not know that that was the difference. I think I could be wrong. I don't know. My. Yeah. It definitely my feels college, like a pa- pattern one, though. Co- my college music teacher would be so disappointed in like me not being able to describe <laughs> these Latin elements. It's like, motherfucker, we talk about all these genres. The marimba has softer tones, and the xylophone has harder tones. Yeah. Yeah, I That's think you difference. nailed it then, dude. Yeah. But yeah. That's totally uh, what it is. It's yeah, the marimba, it's too... <laughs> <laughs> like this, the, it's tuned on an even number of harmonics with tuning on the fundamental pitch to fourth harmonic and the uh, tenth harmonic. Just hmm. to clarify. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was wondering so, about that. Yeah, I was wondering. I I knew it was one of the harmonics. I just couldn't remember which one. I you know I always get seven and twelve mixed up. Yeah, that'll happen. Same boat. Um, I know you said we were going to talk about lyrics, but LP's verse. Way it starts out is really cool. He says, "Born from the ether, I just appeared out of cloud reefer, screaming, fuck the world! It can drink what's coming out my urethra.'" <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, they are amazing. Born from the ether, I just appeared out of cloud reefer, screaming, fuck the world! It can drink what's coming out my urethra. A slap a dying child, he don't pronounce my name correct. Rules are gotta be rules, any exceptions, and I'm not a leader. Thinking the boss, and I get him, I fix the shit as if he. Yeah, 
Yeah, I like yeah. this one. I like this one a lot. So good. It is it's short though. Remember, it's only like two and a half minutes. Yeah, it is really short. Real quick. But yeah, it's fun. It has almost like a like an eight bit kind of video game tone to it. You know what I mean? Like the the music, yeah. like. Yeah. It could totally be a fucking. I can hear like a down sample version on a fucking Street Fighter level. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, like, it, be, uh, like like a Blanca alternate stage or anything. Yeah, Blanca, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, are we are we moving on? Yeah. Um. I'll let you do this one. Uh, tirando a detonador. Very much better than what I was gonna say. I think that is pull the pin, right? Is that what it means? Is that the name of the other one? Oh, Sounds shit. right. I, I don't I don't remember what pulling the other the, one was called offhand. The I think it was called pull the pulling the pin or pull the pin. But yeah, remember the original version was the one that featured uh Mavis Staples from the Staples Singers. Oh yeah, okay. And I like this version so much more. Remember, like our original take on this one was this was like the um, um, remember uh, twenty one hundred from Around the Jewels two mm. and uh, or three. It was like twenty one hundred, and then there was another one on Around the Jewels three that we um, remember like they 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 kind of cross genres into like some different shit, and um, we originally thought that this was like their um, yeah, so twenty one hundred was from Around the Jewels three. And then around the jewels too, it was um, early. Isn't that Prince remember, Paul the, one? You know, they were both featuring boots. Remember? Oh, yeah. okay. And, yeah. And this was like kind of like they kind of blend the genres, and like I think that like this was like where they kind of went down that same road again, but it was with Mavis Staples instead. And I don't know who this chick is, um, Mas Aya, I think is her name. Hold on. Uh, Lydia Pimienta. Oh, Lidia Pimienta. Bro, her fucking voice, man. Like, it just has so much, like, pain and anguish. And, man, it's like, it captures, like, the uh, the emotion. And, like, oh, man, it's like, it's so good, man. Like, her voice, like, it's not necessarily, like, a good tone. And I don't think she sings particularly well, but the emotion of how she's uh, uh, the emotion she's putting into her vocal performance is like so like honest and true and just kind of grabs like I have no idea what the hell she's saying when I listen to it, but I'm like man, like <laughs> I don't know what she's saying, but she fucking nailed it. Like it, it, it kind of it feels like it conveys the emotion of the song way better than the other version. I think I don't know. I really like this one. Again, it went I, I definitely do do agree that it definitely conveys the the feeling of the of the beat and just the song in general. It fits very well. I'm I am a hundred percent on board with that comment. Mm-hmm. I think you're right on with that, Chuck. Also, just just not knowing what she's saying. You don't speak Spanish. It's like you're all you're doing is listening to her. like the emotion in her voice. You know, yeah. Like you're not distracted by the um, you know, like think about what she's saying, like whatever did she say. You know, which is kind of like a, I don't know, it's like an interesting barrier.
is off the original. I mean, the lyrics for Killer Mike and LP, they're, again, they're very politically charged and emotional. And I think this one, like, it conveys that same emotion. Like, while the words may or may not, it has that, uh, this is one of the songs that made me think that Quattro feels more like Run the Jewels than Run the Jewels 4 does. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, this is like, this is one is like, wow, this is like the emotion that I think they're trying to convey more so than the other version ended up with. I don't know. I like it though. No, I mean, dude, this, this fucking album blew me away. I mean, I know we're not done yet. I know we have one more song, but I'm with you, man. I think they fucking yeah, hit a home run with this one. Uh, anything else on the song, or should we hop to the last one? Yeah, we can go on. So the next one is... Yankee and the Brave pa- again. Yeah. Unas palabras para el pelotón de fusilamiento. Fusilamiento. And... What was it? was... Didn't the other one have like a, um, it was like two songs in one, right? Yeah, same. Few words, yeah, a few words for the fire sense, squad. Yeah. Unas palabras okay. para el pelotón de fusilamiento. Um, bro, this fucking music on this one. And the mix is fucking amazing, dude. Like, you got to throw some really good headphones on or get a really good sound system. What, whatever your best vehicle or means of reproducing sound, whatever that would that be, like headphones or however, you have to listen to this like turn up all the way, especially in the end, like when they break down like all the like the the musical breakdown at the end is fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll hold off on on my only note for this song, so we're a little bit into it, but um, dude, even just how it builds, like mm. like the the way that they build the beat which is what the original song did but the way that they build it with mike rapping and the horns and just oh fuck it's so good dude i woke up early once again it's four days straight i didn't wake you baby i just watched you lay in the radiation of the city sun i am in love with you it is my only grace you know how everything can seem a little out of place All of my life has seemed to be the only normal state So being a normal never really made me feel the same And being clear about the truth and being sane have never really been the same I used to want to get the chance to show the world I'm smart <laughs> Isn't that dumb? I should have focused mostly on the heart Cause I see smarter people trample life like it's a heart So being smart ain't what it used to be this fucking dark you ever notice that the worst of us are all the chips? It really kinda take the sheen of people getting rich. Like maybe rich is not the holy ever loving king or nothing. Fuckers know we know you're bluffing. You were dealing with the motherfucking money, money runners. Yeah. 
It'd be a lie if I told you that I ever disdain the fortune and fame. But the presence of the pleasure never abstained me from any other pain. When my mother transitioned to another plane, I was sitting on a plane. Telling her to hold on and she tried hard, but she just couldn't hang. Been two years, true fears, I'd probably never be the same. This is just a chore not to let myself go insane. It's crippling, make you want to lean on a cup of promethazine. But my queen say she need a king, not another junkie, flunky rapper fiend. Friends tell her he could be another Malcolm, he could be another Martin. She told her partner I need a husband more than the world need another martyr. Made in Atlanta, Georgia, where I used to ride the martyr. With an empty 22 in the front pocket of my brain starter. Trying to make it out the mud as a baby father is much harder. The same children that you love and the daughter court it used to break and rob you. Circumstance would have broke a weaker man, but I put it on my mama. I'm a man of honor and the hardship made me a better money runner. This is what I never heard, never even got a motherfucking word. This is for my sister Sarah, honey, I'm so sorry you were hurt. This is for the dawn, mama took a knock, had to change the locks. Dusted up and brushed off, and I watched talk about a boss. For the holders of a shredder heart, even when you wanna fall apart. When you're surrounded by the fall, treaded water in an ice cold dark. When they got you feeling like a box, running from another pack of dogs. Put the pistol in the fist up in the air, we are dead, swear to God. Black child in America, the fact that I made this magic. Black and beautiful, the world broke my mama hard and she died an addict. God bless me to redeem her in my thoughts, words, and my actions. Satisfaction for the devil, goddammit, he'll never ever have it. This is for the do-gooders that the no-gooders use and then abuse. For the truth-tellers tied to the whipping post, left feet battered bruised. For the ones whose body hung from a tree like a piece of strange fruit. Go hard, last word to the fire squad was fuck you. Yeah. Great. Just so much musically going on with the song. It's amazing, yes. dude. Like I couldn't like it's, it's 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 so deep, man. But yeah, um and the lyrics like I mean obviously Run the Jewels they always finish strong. The last song they like, really they really, really go in. But yeah. The instrumental break at the end, though, is really what fucking sold it for me. Dude, at th- so, like, the first part of the song is good, right? Like, I really enjoy... Is it strings and horns? Or is that just horns that I hear? I think there's strings, um, too. Yeah, I yeah, feel like there's, there's strings. On the low end. Yeah, there's a... What is it? Cello? Is cello... No, what's the... Uh, the deepest register of string? It's like... The big one, is it a bass? They just call it a bass. There's stand-up bass, yeah. It's, it's like a stand-up bass. It's like yeah, it's it's not like it's not plucking though. But it's like I want to say it's cello, but there's cello, but there's other like string sections and there's, there's all a kinds lower, of there's a bigger cello. That's yeah. yeah. I don't know what's and then there's there's uh, definitely like uh like a fucking yeah. Is that is that sax or French horn? There's French horns. There's trumpet. There's sax. There's, there's fucking there's a whole ass fucking orchestra for this shit, dude. Like it's wild. Yeah, and then. Like, it's just amazing, right? It just keeps fucking building and keeps fucking building. But it's at three minutes and 30 seconds when that fucking guitar jumps in and mm-hmm. the song changes over. And it was just, I am in the bag for it 100%. I think that it just fucking steals the entire song, dude. Like, you have yeah, all this greatness and it's so well mixed. And then, like, that just, that just, that pushes all the buttons for me. 
If there's a clarinet or oboe, one of the two. So oboe, let's say oboe. Maybe it's clarinet. Yeah, and then it just drops out. Yeah, and then it drops out, and, and then, then all three the pretty. percussion to fucking. Dude, it's just so fucking. Oh god, I love it so much. It's so yeah, good. It's, it's it's like such a great way to end this album too. You know. too like the the yankee and the brave um like stuff at the end is really good like i like it better than the original yeah i would agree like mm-hmm. the original definitely had that really cool western feel to it and they they absolutely nailed it and i had no problems with it whatsoever uh, until mm-hmm. i heard this version of the song and i was like well that version was good Dude, it's mixed but so dude, well, man. Like everything has a space. To, like everything yeah. has space. You can hear every single instrument, and it has its own place sonically and in the um, overall soundscape of it. It's amazing. But um, the end of that, especially, which is like what you started the episode with, which is like the outro, but it's really like an intro. But it's basically just a remixed version of the original version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like who do, who did they get to say? Who was it? it? Was somebody? The original version was somebody famous. It was like, who the fuck was it? It was like, was it? Yeah, we wanted to say it was like Jeff Bridges, but it wasn't Jeff Bridges. Who the fuck did the original version of it? I'm looking up RTJ four right now. Matt um, it doesn't say. Well, it doesn't say on Spotify. Uh, it might be Matt, Matt Sweeney, it might be. Yeah, Matt Sweeney. Who the fuck is Matt Sweeney? Is he somebody important? He's just some I don't think so. I th- it sounded like um uh the guy from that used to do Dukes of Hazard. 
Yeah, it's but yeah. I, it's I, forget that, I forget that he was a country musician, very famous. That I forget, not Merrill Haggard, uh, Waylon Jennings. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Waylon Jennings. That sounds right. <clears throat> but the it same wasn't because he's dead. Somebody else. But <laughs> um, yeah. So so the translation. It's just in Spanish. He's saying, this is this is a story of a couple of small-time hustlers framed by crooked cops and forced to make a run for their lives. Nothing but a bag of money, a stolen Buick Grand National, and each other to their names. They ain't friends, exactly. These guys have a better chance of killing each other than beating the odds. No, sir, they're brothers. And when the chips are down, you really, I don't, really don't think you want to bet against the Yankee and the Brave. And wow, it's like legit word for word. Like <laughs> what they said in the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah. But what's crazy about it, though, is like, you know, like at the end, it's a, like, he just, they're saying Yankee and the Brave, right? Yeah. But it's like, a, it's a traditional, it's a corrido. A corrido is like a, a Spanish, like, folk song, basically. And um, so you remember, like, Breaking Bad, like that episode, like, this starts out with, like, the guys, like, singing in front of the Sandia Mountains, like, the band, and they're doing, singing the song about Heisenberg and all this and that. You know, it's like, it's a song that tells a story about like actual real life events. And like, these are things that um, like there's people that like in Mexico, like these people that sing these songs and they talk about like all this crazy shit, like this, like little cartel violence and shit. And like these singers are like, have been killed before for, for telling stories about shit that they, actually happened to the real world and shit. They also are like employed by cartels to like write songs about the, like, yeah. it's like one of the, there's like a whole like genre of like, Cause they, cause they run, you know, they run everything. So they're, they're just like on the payroll. They're like, okay, you play music about it. Some great folk songs. About it. Yeah, exactly. It's, like it's just crazy. Yeah, just yeah. The idea of like folk songs, like a modern folk song, like this is a person telling a story with, with their guitar and their, and their words. And, and, and which is crazy. Like that's some of like the earliest forms of music are folk is folk music. You know, like that's what music was. That's like, was like the origins of like a lot of like popular music was just folk songs, folk singers. And um, I think that's cool that they kind of bring it back to that. And it fits. Like, it fits exactly what they're doing. Like, the whole story, intro of telling the story of the Yankee and the Brave and their, stu- and their stolen Buick Grand National, it's the same shit. And then Yankee and the Brave, Yankee and the Brave. And, it, and it's, it's a guy, he's singing the song. It's like a corrido. It was pretty dope. Yeah. No, it's great. I like it. I like I think it just it ends the album perfectly on a song that is quite amazing. I mean, every song on the album is amazing. Maybe one or two, I'm like, yeah, I can go, but I would say they're bad. There are no bad songs. There are no, there's no bad songs. It's just they aren't great. (laughs) They're all so catchy. I'm like, yes, yeah, you just sit and listen forever. Yeah, this remix is really good. It, yeah, I'm I'm really glad that it turned out this way. Um, for us, and to it's talk real about. interesting. The beats are interesting. The the all the Latin influences are are like they're sewn in so well. It's not like you know, like the 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 cat sound. I mean, for the most part, they were kind of shoehorned in, you mm-hmm. know, and they don't really work. And in this case, it's they really like everything just fits so well together, and it's so um. Uh, different from what I'm used to listening to in addition to being like like pleasant to listen to that it, it just I, don't know, I really enjoyed this album yeah absolutely um, yeah I was um 
I remember like you had talked about <clears throat> like how this was coming out and it wasn't out yet. And you're like, yo, I want to do this for my album. I'm like, oh, okay. A Real Ninja Jules remix album. I, I wasn't sure how it was going to hit. You know what I mean? Because I was like, yeah. okay, so we're, we're committing to a Run the Jewels album that we've already done before. Yeah, that we and haven't I like, heard. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's going to be the same thing, just with a couple of random, like, Spanish rappers or Mexican rappers. or Like, I wasn't sure, like, what to expect at all. And, um, man, like, they really came through with the shit, and, and it gave us plenty to talk to, and it gave, it gave us a different lens to view Run the Jewels through. And, man, I'm not appreciative of, like, their, their willingness to do this, because, like, I don't know, I think that overall, like, there's not a lot of good, like, solid remix projects that are, like, worth, that that that, that do better than the original. Like, a lot of the time, it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, it's cool. It's like, I'll give it a couple of listens. All right, cool. Yeah, that was nice. Good for them. They did that. Like, the 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 deluxe version of the Jewels 4 came out. I listened to it maybe twice. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. That was cool. The deluxe version. It's like, did it add, like, noticeable value to the original work? Not particularly you know like it was like yeah whatever that's cool i was i didn't dislike it i just it it wasn't something that made it into my like regular rotation or whatever but this was like some a definite um overall win for the run the jewels catalog and um yeah man it's good dude yeah good call i'm i'm happy it worked out um yeah I mean, it was my pick, and it was pretty perfect that they advertised this while I was trying to think of albums to uh, to review. So, great timing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, thanks, guys. I'm uh, I'm glad that you liked it. Who's who's up next, then? Bearded Admiral Hips. Is it, uh, yeah. is it, is it Hips, then Cliff, then Chuck? Is that is that the rotation? Chuck then Cliff uh, usually. Is yeah, it Chuck then? Yeah, we did Cliff? um we did Cliff last. Yeah. The Weird Al. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep, you're right. Cool, cool. Yes, we did, yeah. So I think it was it went Nips picked Bastille, I picked Spirit World Field Guy. World. Yep. Cliff did Weird Al and you did this one. Yep. Okay. So that's Nips again. Sweet. All right. Well, well, that'll be we'll something. Keep, I gotta think of something can, I want to put up there. Then, <laughs> yeah, let's let's shoot for late late December, early January, somewhere in there. It'd be awesome. Because I I miss doing these music episodes. They're they're a lot of fun, man. And you guys yeah, bring man. good shit to the table. Good time. Cool, cool. Um, well, we're we're uh, what like close to two hours in already. Do yeah. we? Do we have anything else to, that you guys want to chat about? Video games or TV or anything like that before we uh, we wrap it up? Wait a little bit. Just new for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You uh, did you get the bug or it was just it was just fun to play? Um, I had some time and during the week and I wasn't tired. <laughs> like yeah, like um. I do Uber on Friday and Saturday nights, and then Sunday, Monday, and Thursday nights are football nights. And then after that, I'm usually pretty tired or drunk, mostly tired. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And um, yeah, my my uh, coworker Monty plays Destiny. He plays Halo and he plays some other shit too. But yeah, he got on Destiny at some point, and um, so we chit chat about it, whatever you know. And like, I'd never actually played with him before, and um. Yeah, I just like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. I, I got on and 
I updated all my shit. I had to I had to reinstall a bunch of drivers and do a bunch of maintenance on my computer. At some point, I had saved some shit to the wrong drive and I had to free up all kinds of space and all kinds of stupid shit. But yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck it. So I sat down and I played and we played Banner probably for about a good two and a half hours, something like that. That was cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I 1v1'd him and um, the 1v1 was for whoever gets tomorrow off. But That's unfair like, yeah. for him, but I'm um, no, you got tomorrow off. <laughs> I, well, she was like, she was like, well, it's a half day on Wednesday, so um, we really only need two people to come in, so you guys can get out amongst yourself who wants to take it off. If one of you guys want to take Wednesday off, then one of y'all can take the week of Christmas or whatever. I was like, yeah, well, one of you won for it. I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm rusty. I haven't played in forever. You've been playing fucking Halo and Destiny and Warzone and all this other shit every night, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't dusted off my controller since we did that one Kingswall run. So, yeah. I guess he shouldn't have let me warm up playing Banner first. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you uh what'd you think of that new game mode? I dug it. I liked it. It was like it forced people to move, like you couldn't just chill. Yeah. I'm a I'm a fan of it. I like it. I think that it it played much better than when they brought Rift back. Mm-hmm. It was um a bit of a learning curve because you know, like just understanding the PvP meta, because I haven't played in months, you know, like when I have played in the past year, it's more or less been either raid mm-hmm. night or the first hour or so after new season drops. Okay, I play the new season for like an hour, do the seasonal activity, get bored, and then just turn it off and only come back for raid night kind of thing. So I haven't really played much at all. So, I mean, I haven't played any PvP outside of the maybe the random custom matches before the raid night. So, um, yeah, that was interesting getting involved like back in, in the meta, understanding subclasses and which weapons are good you know like that little custom match we had before our friday night raid last week or wednesday night raid last week or whatever that was cool because you gave me a heads up as far as like what was the meta you know like sidearms are back that's interesting i didn't expect that shit yeah well what he ever does (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm i i definitely definitely rock a sidearm if i'm trying to be sweaty but i i do like the smgs or or something else yeah, I wasn't even sure yeah, like with cool. the wow, like like shotguns and sniping. I was like, I don't even know because like, keep in mind, like they made all those changes to like in air accuracy and like it just it, yeah. not, it wasn't just that change, but it was like um they made some changes to hand cannons or something and they like, flinch and all these other different things. So it was yeah, just stability. they made the game yeah and, yeah stability and all these different factors and how these different stats affect different whatever. I kind of read like the basic breakdown whenever it came out, but I hadn't actually played it. So it was like playing a different game altogether in a lot of ways, you know, just the way that the guns feel, the way your movement and just interactions, the way you fight. And it was, um, I wasn't prepared for that. So that was like, it was like a combination of learning. It was like, it was like relearning the game all over again. Like when you pick up a new shooter that you haven't played before, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Overall, it was fun. And the next night we tried to play Warzone and that was a shit show. So Mm -hmm. we went back and played Iron Banner instead. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you guys played much Warzone uh, since then? I haven't tried. I haven't been it was much, like, so. It was the second night, I think me and Nips tried to do it. It was the second night it was live, and right. um, the, it, it was buggy. Was down. Yeah, like, social was down. Like, like it said that, like, you couldn't play with friends unless you had the full version unlocked, like, the full Modern Warfare purchase, which mm-hmm. I didn't buy. It was, like, I don't know. So, like, we couldn't even party up. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go in Dolo. And it's like, fuck it, let's just play Banner. I really considered it, downloading it today because I, uh, I think I've hit that point where I need to take a break for a week or two. I, oh. uh, I just, 
I turned it on and I looked at all the maps and everything and I tried to play PvP and I think I switched subclasses like four or five times today. I was just like, nope, I just need to turn this off and walk away. Like, I just don't enjoy, I don't enjoy silly weapons. I don't enjoy sweaty weapons. Like, I just, nope. It's Proximity uh, chat in Warzone is back, dude. It's a new Warzone? Like, they, it's, they released a new one, right? Yeah. yeah. Warzone, like a new, it's a new map, new game. Yeah, so there's like, okay. like mantle and do weird shit. You can like uh, swim okay, cool. water. There's like all these different new new features oh, but wow. the biggest That's most cool. notable one is proximity chat is live like think halo 2 multiplayer like talking shit to the person in the same room with you as that sounds killing them or that sounds awful well oh, dude I, it was my on, favorite part uh, of call of duty sometimes uh, it's horrific other times there was some pretty I guess uh proximity funny shit like, if you follow the uh any of the call of duty social pages you know like there's some pretty hilarious shit going on in proximity chat right now it's pretty funny yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like not just people being assholes but people being funny and submissive and these weird power roles and it's funny <laughs> i did really enjoy the uh okay i saw the one where the guy was like down somebody and it's like hey man are you white and he's like yeah he's like if you can name this song uh i'll let you live and what do you know? It's that Jay Z Kanye beat. Uh, <laughs> he's like, no man, I can't say that song. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, he ended up saying it, and the guy just shot him anyways. Paris song? Oh my god, dude, that's dude, such a good like, setup. Shit like, uh, <laughs> like, like, like you got you a full squad in a building. There's one dude left, and he's just hiding, and you're like hunting him down. So this video, this they like get this guy. You're like, all right, man, we'll let you go. Just drop all your money. Drop all your money. Drop all your weapons. <laughs> he's like, okay, okay. He's like crouching, you know, like the submissive crouch. You know, he's like dropping all of his money. He's like pleading for his life and they let him go. And it's like a whole funny ass interaction. <laughs> it's, 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 it's hilarious, man. Or just like, I don't know. It's just hearing people. Just the ability to chat with an enemy is something that I haven't experienced in a long time. And that like Dude. largely defined my Halo 2 experience, oh, which was fucking. Yeah hours and hours man like i went away i went away to school like maybe eight to ten months after halo 2 dropped and um it was a way that i was able to connect with a lot of my people still back home you know like we play halo all the time and i i, I that was like this broke ass college student couldn't really do much you know i was like at school doing homework or playing halo and um man just it just was a throwback to all those times and i just watching all these videos these people like chit-chatting and talking shit or whatever it's like man this is funny it's a different I'm gonna, uh, I think I'm going to download Warzone and play it and just put on that RTJ album. Uh, real loud in the background. <laughs> in the background, just blaring. <laughs> People, People, People are doing that shit too. They're putting all these fucking ridiculous yeah. ass songs that like they play it out of their fucking headphones or they play it through their <laughs> mic and they're just driving around a car just blasting fucking music. It's like, what Hitting the, the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance music as they're chasing down their bounty? <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's just funny. It's like, Man, this proximity chat is a whole nother level to that game, man. It's like, I, don't I, even I really wish there were more open mics in Destiny. I wish open text chat was still a thing. Like, there's something about the element of being able to communicate in PvP, and there's always going to be a toxic element, but the 
everything else outweighs that. I think I think that the comedy and like just the shit talking and the fun and the interaction outweighs like the few people that are are yeah. shit bags, you know? It is amazing how like no one ever talks on a Mike and Destiny in a Dude, social co op game. And it's funny because when the game first I don't know if you remember when it first came out, the original Destiny, it didn't have um it didn't you could it didn't have party chat. Like you, you only could chat with like Xbox Live or something. And um everyone was all mad. They're like, Well, how can you have this game without chat? Well, we have to have chat, blah blah blah. Then after a few months they released it and then everyone was like, Okay, well we're never gonna use that. Yeah, <laughs> like in comp comp matches, yeah. like no one no one ever you has the, has game chat on. It. And it's weird to like yeah. hear another person like during the strike, you're like Oh fuck, man! Does another person in here that actually? Yeah, well, Yo, man, are you using your mic? Like, yeah, man. And the other thing is, yeah. like, when Battle.net had Destiny Two, when it first went to PC, text chat was open, so you could text the, you could message the enemy team as you're playing them. You could like message people after game, GG. Like, mm-hmm. I'd message people all the time and be like, "Dude, that was a great snipe shot," or you know, whatever, whatever, like shit, you know, you want to say. And then, I don't know, man, there's some in the community about that that I think the benefit outweighs the the cons. Yeah. I just so, think it's interesting for like a whole generation of people that have never had proximity chat. They're all getting to enjoy I will it. say that the, the open mics in uh, a Call of Duty 4 modern, I guess, yeah, it was Call of Duty 4, like lobby, before, while you're waiting to go into yes. the game or coming really? out of the yeah. game, was... Yeah something brutal man <laughs> like, well, yeah. I, I mean <laughs> like, that was, was miss. like you either mute every you either go to to like i used to mute whatever menu and mute everyone like <laughs> it was pretty default like you go in and you hear a bunch of shit playing on speakers in the background you mute everyone but not always but and it was one of those not not always games happened and you just talk shit to random people while playing or like, just when two guys would just be arguing for like and then you go into the game and you can't hear them. But then you come out of the game and they're like still arguing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like back when, like, every because you can hear the other team and everyone. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 I remember my homie Ben. He was like, he was a good player, but he was like a Olympic level fucking S tier shit talker, dude. It was crazy. Like, listen to this <laughs> dude, man. He didn't psychologically break people down, man. He was just, it wasn't even like just outwardly like hurtful or like mean you know it was just like he just had ability to just get under somebody's skin and just oh man it was it was it was something man like dude, I'm just breaking people down just like making them completely lose their cool i don't know it's funny <laughs> yep it's a, it's a definitely a tactical strategy for pvp yeah man it's i have some happen. I have some fun, fun phrases saved to a notepad when people decide to be toxic and destiny to break them down. It works pretty well. Your text chat. Yeah, <laughs> I totally. Whole, uh... <laughs> if someone's being, if someone's being a little bitch, dude, I totally have a fucking a string of shit you in a notepad, notepad that I just copy and yeah, dude, I'll just copy and paste some shit and like just fucking just make them shut the fuck up. Like, love it. They go, congrats, you can be toxic in text chat. I'm about to. I'm about to ruin your day, dude. You imagine <laughs> doing that in real life, like somebody's talking shit to you or whatever, you know, like, well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You're a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Your mother's butt You're... is so big. <laughs> hold on, buddy. 
Uh, no dude i have have all sorts of greatness i'll I'll let you guys in on one of them it's cat facts i just start start spamming them with cat facts and ask Mm. them to press one for more cat facts and then just like it's great i have like a whole thing of cat facts for them (laughs) yeah they're just like being 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 weird to strangers yeah (laughs) they say these well just stop being a pussy then Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Oh, yeah, good it, was, it, was, it was fun playing video games. I hadn't done that in a while. And um, yeah, it's nice to remember what it's like to do that, you know? I, uh, I think I, I think I finally broke my um, addiction to super auto pets. It lasted about a week and a half. Uh, our, our guest uh, cheese forever came on and was telling us about this mobile game. And there's a reason that I don't have mobile games on my phone. Mm-hmm. That's because I can't put them down. Um, I think I finally, I think I finally played myself into oblivion with that game, and I can, I can let it rest. Nice. I'm very proud of you because that, yeah, mm-hmm. I could see how that would be a thing. And, you know, honestly, it's only because they're they're uh, find someone on the same round is unbalanced. And so, like, I just, I'm just annoyed with the fact that it's not a fair ranking system. And I'm like, well, <laughs> this is bullshit. Like, it doesn't matter how well I play. It's totally random. Like, I could get someone who's like four or five rounds above me and there's no chance I can beat them no matter how well I'm built. So, like, fuck, fuck this game. <laughs> I love it. Literally, like, yeah, man, I, like, phone games are killing me. I can't have more phone games. And just before the show started, I'm like, yeah, this is Vampire Survivor game. It's really great. And you're like, can you get it on the phone? <laughs> you're, like, you're like, can I get it on my Android? Can I get it on my <laughs> right? I was um, like, oh, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah that's why, that's why I'm, it's good that I cannot get it on Android. We should we should talk about that, though. You should let people know about that oh. game. Is it? I, yeah, I did so play it on game, PC. Um, it's on PC and Xbox. It's on Game Pass, but it's uh, Vampire Survivor. And it is pretty popular. I think a bunch of people are playing it, but it's like all you do is control this little eight bit character with like just your thumbstick. It's just one button and it kind of auto fires and you just get swarmed by enemies. And you just kind of try to survive and pick up XP and then you pick up weapons and get random drops and stuff like that and build your character up. But it's just more and more enemies just keep coming in huge waves. It's pretty fun. Um, so it's kind of like almost like a shoot 'em up style game, but just with like a, I don't know, like a rogue type game also. But it's just real fun. It's like one just one thumbstick that you can sit back on your couch and play it. It's a good time. Um, I'm really been enjoying it. It's not very deep, but it's very fun. And it's like five bucks, so it's like it's the best five bucks you'll ever spend if you get it. Yeah, it's um, what free on Game Pass, five bucks on Steam, and free on browser. We found a yeah, browser you can look link. it up. There's a bra- the guy put it on his web page. You can just play it on a browser as like a browser. Game. Um, so yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm I'm digging the game. But the um, expert uh, advice is use a controller, not a mouse. Yeah, I would, I would use a controller. All you need, to, you can literally just like break your controller in half and just use the left thumbstick, and yeah. you're fine. Um, it's super fun that game. I need, really a, I need a game like that for Switch. That's like a perfect mindless. Yeah, Switch it's game not on Switch. Me. Yeah, no, because like thing. Switch right now, I have Celeste. Which is like a level that I cannot beat that I've been stuck on for like probably close to a year and a half now. And 
Freedom Finger. And Freedom Finger is fun, but Freedom Finger is very also very hard. So I need like a mindless okay. Switch game. The problem with that Celeste stuff is when you put it down, and then you're like, oh, and then a week later you come back and you definitely put it down at the hardest part. And now yeah. you're like out of practice. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, like you definitely can't be there. I've had that happen. No, no, you got to die like 40 more <clears throat> times to learn how to get that one jump correct. Yeah. Right. That's why I'm, when you're I'm, there, you're just like, yeah. My brain is not built for those games. Like I do enjoy that game and I do want to eventually finish it in the next mm-hmm. decade. Um, but my I like my my hand eye coordination and brain is not built to be good at those type of games. I'm not a platformer elitist like like our buddy Cliff here is. The platformers are fun, man. Well, not elitist. Professional. The Mario Minute, baby. Advocate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Platformer advocate. Advocate. Yeah, platformers are great. He's an ally. I down, there's a, a platforming ally. game on Game Pass where you play as a bunny, and I was all excited. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, it might be fun. I got like 20. I think it's a game where they tell a story. Because I kept like, I was like fast trying to get through all the story elements to get to the platforming. And then I realized like, oh, no, that's like the whole. I was just fast forwarding through the game, I think. But um, anyway. I do have one quick. I have a quick uh, show for you guys, maybe. Yes. You might have seen. So have you guys ever seen there's a German show called Dark on Netflix? Have you guys heard about that or watched it? I maybe. So it's it's one of my favorite. It's like three seasons. It's like one of my favorite shows. It's I would recommend watch. I mean, you can do subtitles. I just do the dubbing because I'm too lazy to, to read. But it's it's about time travel. It's like a sci fi show. It's phenomenal. It's so good. It's very, very like you finish watching it and you're like, it's packed full of like the act. It's not action packed, but it's like stuff's constantly happening. And then when you're done, you spend like another like three hours like on the internet trying to figure out like what's going on. It's like just man, it's really well done. It's incredibly well done for like a time travel show. Anyway, I would check that out. But what they was just, it called? The same, it's called Dark. Oh, Dark. Um, okay. And then there's this guys who did it just released the first season of their new show, which is 1899, um, and that's also on Netflix. And it's another sci-fi show, but I don't want to say anything else about it other than it's it's about people on a uh, steamer ship set in 1899. I saw an ad for that today, and it um, it's like a triangle with two uh, ships on the side, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's that one is very mind-bendingly weird, and um, like the first season, it's like good, but it's also like what is going on. But I, from having watched Dark, I have like a lot of faith they're gonna pull it off and like. They're going to like square the circle at the end, you know? And um, so I'm pretty excited for like the next couple seasons of that. I sort of binge that one. But so if you haven't seen Dark, is... I, I would check that out. It is, it's wild. Um, especially if you like weird sci-fi type stuff. So. Do, um, for 1899, do you, I mean, you're the, they just started it. Have you watched the entire season yet? Yeah, it's only nine episodes. Nine, yeah, I watched so, it, um, in nine episodes. They haven't like. Oh, they've explained confused? a lot of stuff. Oh, okay, but okay. but they every time they answer a question, they like you get like two more questions. But they they do a good job of like, they're not like J.J. Abrams. Where he creates like all these crazy mysteries, and then like at the end, he's like, "Oh, that's it." Like that's a dumb answer. Like they actually have good answers. Like, it kind of like okay. it sort of plays out. Well. At least Dark played out really well. It's like, oh, that's crazy but um so this is the same thing it's like 
and they do an amazing like every um every uh every episode ends with like some crazy ass shit that like some crazy twist or some scene where you're like what the hell is this you know like out of nowhere you know <laughs> um and then they all kind of stitch it together they do a good job so i think dark might be I, it's it's kind of like one of those things where like once the whole season's out i think it'll be um i think it could be great but um you know you have to kind of wait and see a little bit so like dark the first season it's like really then like the second and third one really kind of brought it home is is dark in subtitles i there's probably subtitles i did that one on dubbing um it's okay, all german okay. dark is all german i did the dubbing just because i'm lazy and i don't really care um in 1899 so they're on a steamer ship so there's people there's like 10 different languages being spoken on the ship um there's like french and like belgian and like german and english and stuff and it's funny like there'll be two there'll be like a french guy and a spanish guy and they're like together and they're kind of talking to each other and so you have the subtitles and it'll be the guy will be like saying this whole thing the other guy's like i can't understand you why are you telling me this you know and that happens like a lot so they're all they're kind of like talking to each other but they can't really understand each other um which i feel like is some sort of weird subplot thing going on but but um that was kind of a funny thing on that on that show so that one you almost want the subtitles um uh because the dubbing would be kind of weird because they could understand each other but anyway i um there was a i so i don't have strong feelings on dubbed or not dubbed when it comes to things but i will say that i originally bought this kung fu movie called iron monkey that i absolutely love Mm-hmm. And I got the English dub version from Best Buy back in the 90s, maybe 2000s, whenever it dropped. And I fucking loved it. Like, hands down, one of my favorite kung fu movies ever made. And one of my friends borrowed it and got beer all over it and ruined it. And so I bought it like he bought me a new version of it. And I went to play it. And I was like, wait, where, why is there subtitles? Like, I was so used to, like, the English dub <laughs> on the characters' voices and, like, how bad it was. And, like, then there were subtitles, and I was like, wait, where's the shitty, like, voiceovers? And, like, it actually yeah. lost it. And so, like, I went online, and I'm like, dude, I need the dub version. This is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> it was, like, 80 bucks for the English dub version. Of- <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker. Like, I had, Funny. like, a great version of this DVD, and now it's just... And you can't, like... You can't buy an English dub digital copy either, which oh, I was wow. very sad about. I was like, because so it was like, like lost well, in time. In my library. Yeah, it's just yeah. like not an option. I'm just like, yeah. That's funny. So it is weird. Segue, when you I was watching like Attack on Titans like that. When I watched the dub version. Yeah. And then and then I got like caught up or something. The only ones I could find were the subtitled ones, the new season. And I watched like half an episode. I'm like, I can't. I can't handle their voices being different. <laughs> yeah. I, the yeah. one I know. Like, I just. No, it, it changes it, dude. It totally yeah, changes I'm like, this movie. Like, this, this doesn't. This isn't the same character. You know, I can't deal yeah. with it. Yeah. I struggle with dubbing as well. But, um. But, yeah, so I would recommend Dark on the dub. It's not. I don't know. I mean, the acting's. I mean, the acting's good, but it's like just the crazy story of what you're at for. So. Yeah. Cool. And it's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. That's, he, he's, in it he's in it, so. You know, Always he's important. He's in every good German thing, I think. Yes. Um, 
Awesome. Anyway, well, it's added to my both of those are added to my list. So I'll have to check them out. I'm still I'm still like very deep into rewatching all of Archer. <laughs> Although that might take a pause because I broke my fucking treadmill yesterday. So last time we have a warranty plan for it. Last time it took a month and a half to get someone out here to fix it. So yeah. that might Im- and, and it's great because it's fucking, you know, the next what two months of Minnesota weather are going to be like sub zero. Like, yeah, right. like I'm really excited to run outside and fucking double digit negatives. Yuck. Yeah, bro. Mm. Very much yuck. <clears throat> cool. Um, Anything else? Video games, movies, TV, music? Not for me. I've been pretty bored lately. Boring lately. Cool. Um, I, I wish that um, the amount of effort I put into fantasy football made me better at it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how can you be good at fantasy football this year, man? Like, who knows? Like, everybody, it's like the whole league's schizophrenic. You know what I mean? Bro, the whole league's um, fucking upside down this year. It's fucking weird, bro. It's like a weird year for scoring. And like scoring is down overall, but then like it fluctuates like some weeks like everybody blows up and other weeks like nobody does jack shit. And other weeks it's like nobody notable does anything good, but then like all the scrubs like show out. It's fucking weird, dude. It's the weirdest fucking week year in fantasy football I've ever had. And I've been playing since like two thousand seven. So yeah, it's like it's fucking strange, man. I'm in four leagues and I'm fucking dog shit in three of them. <laughs> it's weird. Oh man. Yeah, it, I guess it's more of a referendum on the uh, on the hobby altogether. It's like there's just so much variance. It's like the idea is that you're trying to minimize variance and make good decisions based on information. And uh, yeah, man, like all the fucking logic goes out the window. I find myself very happy that I'm too. playing zero games this year. Zero teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just, it's weird. It's a weird year. But yeah. Sorry, man. That sucks. That's okay. Hopefully they aren't a lot of money. No, I would think I'm only in for like 100 bucks total. Like only two like $50 leagues and <clears throat> one of them I'm doing well. That's good. That's yeah, good. That's okay. You win win your entrance fees right that's how i yeah, always based yeah. it on break so the even or league, though, my trophy league i'm fucking ninth place out of 10 dude it's pretty bad <laughs> that's, that's one, like, this is our 14th season i think our 14th year and uh yeah man i'm, I'm almost in last place <laughs> good times no boy no. i'm sure the uh the fantasy football people that listen to the show can relate they know they know what i'm talking about it's a weird year yeah, I haven't oh, yeah. been able to catch much many games, but I've definitely seen NFL drama all over my uh, different media feeds. It's just a weird all year season. for like everything. Like everything's just fucking weird this year. Strange. Yep. But yeah, um, this is cool. Yeah, I yeah. Like hanging out with you guys and talking to you guys. I I agree. Let's add music to the playlist before we part yeah. ways. Let me move this shit over to the <laughs> other side. Open it back up. Yeah, I'm glad that we I'm glad that this album worked out. 
And it, I just, in general, really enjoy doing these episodes. And hopefully I don't get paged too much tomorrow. So I can actually edit it. Did I put that T plays a cool song on the playlist by Marvin Gaye? You did so. put a you did put a Marvin Gaye song on the playlist recently. Uh, I don't remember how recently, but I remember listening to it and very much loving it. Maybe asking Rob who added it. It's like an instrumental song. Yeah, you put it on. It's like big beats and shit. Okay. Pretty sure it's the day three playlist. Yeah, she plays a cool soundtrack version. All right. Well, fuck that. I don't have to put on. So I'm, it's okay. You got time because I had my shit on sleep and then I just fucking powered it down because I'm an idiot. Okay, here we go. Back on track. I should probably pull up my list too. Um, What does Ben have for us tonight? Ben has a song called Spit Fountain by Algernon Cadwallader. Cadwallader? Is it one word or two? Spit Fountain? It's two words. Okay. Oh, yeah, I found it. Added. Okay. Well, uh, I'll go next then. Um, oh, that's not what I wanted to find. Sorry. Just taking more time than I need to with this. Um, since uh, since I already added uh, Ooh La La, um, I guess I have to add Just to the playlist. Because I can't add ooh la la again. So I mean, I'm going to add just from the Quattro album, the remix that we just talked one. about. It's a very, very good one. Yep. Um, I just put it in the chat. Um, I don't know if I put this song in there before, but you didn't. In honor of Tame One. Boom Squad General of the legendary Artifacts crew I put on Return to the Wrong Side. He passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, Artifacts is a really dope, classic hip-hop rap group that was that played a big part in my adolescence growing up. And um, it sucks when your rap heroes die, but uh, that song is dope as fuck, so you should put it on there. Got it. Okay, Cliff or Rob? Uh, I could go. Um, yep. <clears throat> I'm going to put on uh, The Wizard from Black Sabbath. Uh, it was on that show, 1899. Good point. It's been stuck in my head ever since. Do you but... want the 20... Ooh. Not... Do you want the 2014 remaster or the original? Oh, like the remaster's good, yeah. Not like a live version, though. No. They have like a live album for the whole. I think Nirvana is really the only one who has good live albums, right? Uh, well, they have that one uh, unplugged album that was like amazing. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I feel like 
uh, Sublime did have a couple good ones, but the whole Nirvana live album, I feel like, was um, something. Yeah, that whole album was. I mean, it was like it, 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 um, it changed how people thought about that band and Kurt Cobain. Yeah. You know? Yep. And he like and he died, died right after. Yeah. <laughs> and then he fucking died. And, it, and then it was like, okay, well, we can't hate you. Anymore. Like, you didn't grow old enough to hate you. So <laughs> you're going to live forever. Um, all right, Mr. Uh, Admiral Nips. Uh, I think we're going to go with uh, Nuncom Era Asia Atras off of Run the Jewels Quattro. Sick. Sorry, did I take your song? No. Okay. I had thought about it and I was like, yeah, I really, I really like that one. Yeah, but, that's uh, a good one. Definitely fell under the. Uh, Karina loved it as well, so I was like, "Yeah, let's throw it on." I was gonna ask if that was the okay. one that she that yep, she that said is. that she liked. It is. It's dope. Yeah, it was a really good album choice, man. Yeah, I was I also like really that. I was not sure. I was like, you know, because it's like a remix. I'm like, well, we'll see how it goes. But um, I mean, man, just because it, we, we've was... already we've already discussed the bulk of that album, you know, like right yeah. twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've reviewed we've reviewed uh, rtj4 now in three different ways kind of yeah. two times the actual well, album and then let's, one let's time on sure you, let's make sure that you save your recording I'm not yeah. gonna no, it's, it's, it's on bots now well technically i found it it just was after we recorded it again and then <laughs> released it and then like some did you error, other did, did you post it or you just listened to it no, original. no, I never, I never posted the original. I don't think I have the it. files anymore because they were so huge. Uh, I kept I just... kept them for a long time because I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit these because it was such a good episode. I was like, I'm gonna edit these and make this happen. Uh, but then I also realized that that would be like eight or nine hours of my life editing an additional podcast that no one probably really wanted to listen to. So. That was cool though. I mean, I, I yeah. the album was really dope, and the album was better than I thought it was, and um, it provided a lot of uh, material to discuss. That was cool. Was yeah, I, I'm. Thank you guys. I'm. I'm really, really happy with it. Yeah. So Admiral Nips up next. Yeah, buddy. I have no idea what I want to do yet, but I'm sure it'll be something that we all hate. I have faith <laughs> that you will pick something good. I think, I think, no. you know, you have good musical taste and now you have a roommate that has good musical taste. So mm, better I'm, than mine. That's for I'm sure. Pretty sure. Dude, she is a fucking encyclopedia of music for sure. How about so. you let her pick it and you bring it on? Uh, we do that. She was I, very hurt that I didn't uh, offer for her to be on this one. And I'm like, didn't think about it, but that's a really good idea for future endeavors. I'm okay with that. I think that we can have a, a guest spot. Like, I, I, I really like keeping this group of four for our music episodes because we've had quite a few people say that they want to come on and do music episodes with us. Um, but I think that that, that could be fun thinking like who would for this episode like who would have been like, like somebody who knows latin music or who, somebody who likes around the jewels and speaks spanish that can translate that stuff for us ricky that's what i thought 
Yeah. And we, we just spend the entire night like making jokes about his smoking about it, mom. About his mom? <laughs> yeah. his, he no, would his hate smoking, that. His smoking hot mom, not just yeah. his mom. His smoking hot mom. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. We, we can't bring any guests because we just make fun of them. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We're trying oh, to keep boys. it professional. This was uh this was quite the amazing episode. It's gonna this is gonna be approaching what are we at? We're at like two and a half hours now. It's gonna be close to a three hour episode. It'll be close to three after you add your music in. Yeah, once I get done editing it. Because there's a lot of shit that we need to cut in for how great this album was. Oh yeah. Well thanks, boys. That was fun. Yeah, man. Fantastic. I absolutely love hanging out with you guys. So thank you and uh Mm -hmm. people who listen. Please let us know what you think about uh, these music episodes, and uh, we appreciate the feedback. Pepper Ghost and Nessie, their opinions don't count because they're just fucking hating ass haters. Fuck those dudes. Oh, uh, they don't listen to our show. They just, they just give us shit. But they are hating ass haters, so there is that. Uh, okay. Um, Cliff, plug your Twitch channel. Um, actually, you know, I, I think I'm really gonna start getting into Twitter. Are you so follow? Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I'm gonna start tweeting all the time. I'm really excited that now's the time to jump in. Yeah, yeah. I think this is on good. Twitter. I think it's a great time. I think time there's to a like good. Yeah, yeah. you should you should really quit your job and just try and be an influencer. I'm gonna become a full time Twitterer. Uh, I'm gonna try to go for the Twitter Partner Program. You're gonna Sky's be a tweeter. Sky's the limit, dude. You're degree. You got eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new yeah, eight bucks. <laughs> Speech so cheap, you'd think it was free. <laughs> 